right, you've done it. You've tuned in for another episode of your favorite podcast, but we disappointed you. It's just me, your good friend Eddie, giving you the update on the snow apocalypse, the snow oblivion. Matt and I both survived. Family's fine. Houses unscathed. We've got no complaints. We hope those of you that were in the affected area made it through as well. Just a quick update to let you know we're okay. If you pass your luck check, this Thursday you will get a fresh new episode of the podcast. The topic should be system versus setting. Now if you want a little bonus to hold you over, I was going to record my review of Mortal Shell and put that, drop that into the podcast because Matt has not played it yet. So I do not want my review to color his playthrough and review of the game. I've already played it and beaten it. I'll give you the review right here. Hopefully Matt won't hear this until he's played through, and then we'll get back together on a future podcast and let you know what we both think of it. Mortal Shell. It's a Dark Souls-like and a Dark Souls-lite game. The first thing that I would have to tell you about is it's very buggy. It seemed to know the worst time to lock up and throw me out of the game. So you think that's bad. The wor what's even worse is, since it's a Dark Souls-like, it has a single autosave, and this single autosave was corrupted every time it booted me out. So technically, my progress was lost every time this happened, and it happened a lot. I'll probably also mention this in Cyberpunk 2077. How much do you have to play a game before you can give up? before it's no longer your fault. What I'm getting at with that is just the technical problems. I, I would like to give, for example, Cyberpunk 2077 more of a review in the future, but it's gonna have to wait until some of the bugs get worked out. So anyway, not to jump ahead into that, a little uh, tangent there. This game, I almost walked away from it right there. But let me tell you, it's a very pretty game, of course. Dark Souls, with its millions more in development, is going to be a much prettier game. But for a smaller company game, I'm really impressed with the look that they've got. They do kind of go with that uh, Dark Souls feel, the atmosphere. They nailed it pretty well, I think. Uh, it's got a, m a muddy, murky look. So that was kind of cool. The main setting is a swamp area, so you're Shrek. <laughs> and then you're traveling to different temples. Uh, the soundtrack is okay to good. Dark Souls outshines it here, but again, the budget becomes an issue. Uh, there are a few times when some of the tracks seem overplayed and overused, but nothing to the point of aggravation, which for those that you that listened in on the Persona 5 episode, you got a little taste of how that little jazzy music just... Uh, they beat it to death, so you don't have that problem here. The gameplay... We'll talk about combat first. Uh, it feels pretty good, but it is different from Dark Souls. My Dark Souls skills did not immediately translate over, but I'm also a little rusty on Dark Souls right now because I haven't played one of those games in a while. Oh, and I will keep comparing this to Dark Souls, and when I refer to that, I mean Dark Souls number one, not the whole series and not uh, Dark Souls number three. Dark Souls three is much faster paced. And this is a slower combat type of game, so it feels more like Dark Souls 1. Anyway, the combat movement flows very well. It's smooth, but you don't seem to do that much damage. It's a lot harder to kill scrub enemies in Mortal Shell. I had a lot longer learning curve as opposed to the Dark Souls series. I'm not sure why, but I had the same problem with Bloodborne. 
It's just getting used to something different about the combat. Bloodborne, the problem was probably that it was faster combat, and in this, I think I probably just got greedy because I felt like the scrub enemies should be dead by that point, so I'd take more hits when they weren't dead. Hung out in the battles too long and I didn't react as quickly because I just, you know, you think you get in there and you do a couple of hits and that enemy is gone and that's when they catch you. Uh, something that's got different from Dark Souls is the title gimmick, the Mortal Shell. There are four different bodies slash shells that you will be possessing. They are corpses left behind that you find in various locations. This is a bit like different classes, like getting the tank body or getting the quick high stamina body. There are no real classes like wizards, warriors, and there's not all that much personalization to do to each shell. There are abilities you can learn to improve them, but if we play the same shell, we'll probably have the same abilities and damage output at the end. Also, there are only four weapons to find. It's again a bit like the shells. Grab the tank body with a slow, heavy-hitting weapon or take the high, quick stamina body with a quick weapon sort of thing. Uh, it depends on your playstyle. Each shell can use each weapon, and you might find you mix and match as you go. I primarily use the mid-stamina, higher HP character for running around the world, and then I switch to the tank, high hit point, low stamina shell for boss fights. Uh, something else that this game does differently is the bonfire system. It doesn't exist as you know it in Dark Souls. This is basically a trip back to the safe house, and that's all. So, like Dark Souls, you'd have Firelink Shrine or something like that that you could always jump back to and then jump back to where you were. Not in this. It's a one-way trip. You can't really use it to jump around. Uh, once you have beaten the game, a bonfire-like system opens up, but it's so late in the game, like you've already beaten the temples, so what's the value in traveling back to them? Since these are one-way trips, you fight your way to the temple. Once there, you progress to the boss and then defeat the boss and take his precious item from him. It's Dark Souls-like in that you can choose to go the completely wrong direction and go to the hardest part of the game without knowing it. Unlike Dark Souls, though, you can't just go, well, I'll teleport back. You have to walk out of the whole dungeon here, and you'll have to run all the way back if you want to get there. There's no warp home and warp right back to where you were. You can go home, and that's it. With that warp system, that's how I found myself fighting the hardest boss in the game with no upgrades. The temple was a bit janky. It was designed with creatures everywhere. I can't think of a Dark Souls area in any of the games that was more loaded than these temples. I don't think that they actually intended for you to fight your way through either because the combat is so odd, to put it that way. I think they wanted you to run through it. The area was also a maze and had lots of paths only one character could fit on. So when they put an enemy in front of you, you could fall off this path to your death. And yes, all of this was happening in a sky temple. Very painful. Yet something made me continue on. Luckily, the boss fights in the game are stupid easy. They may last forever, though. It took me around 30 minutes killing that boss, this uh, hardest boss in the game, reportedly hardest boss in the game, but I had no upgrades, so I only did base damage. I fought this boss over and over again, getting kicked out of the game and my data corrupted. So this is where I would have stopped if I had not discovered that I had my data saved to the cloud and that information could be re-downloaded onto my system. So every so often I'd go to the cloud, re-download my save, and go again, and repeat, and repeat. I fought the boss so many times without luck. And then I switched shells. Two more tries and I was done. This game has a total of four bosses. Three of them are temple bosses and one end game boss. They were all pretty easy. Uh, none of them really ever stumped me again. The temple bosses may have killed me 
five times between them. And the end boss was a bit of a puzzle, but after his one trick was learned, again, he was stupid easy. Uh, is that something that appeals to you or not? Have you ever wanted to try Dark Souls, but you didn't want to invest the time? Then this could be for you. I read that the average time to complete this game was about 10 hours, and I was close to that. And I screwed around a lot in the very beginning. Uh, so if you are aware of the save issues here, and you can get around that, I'd say go ahead and try it out. I'll give it three stars. There were some really cool things. Like instead of shields, it has a hardening system, which has a cooldown, but you turn into like a statue or a block of stone, so all the attacks will bounce off of you. But that only lasts so long, and it does have a cooldown, so you can't go around spamming that. But that's one of the tricks that you need to learn and is different from Dark Souls that will help you through the game. Uh, I did really like using the different shells because there were times when you could tell a difference when it's like, well, this one can't accomplish it, but I can with this one. I enjoyed the quick weapon, which was the hammer and chisel, so much that I'm probably going to put it into an RPG at some time. That'll be a magic item for somebody to find. It had some cool attacks. The annoying placement of enemies, the lack of an actual bonfire system, the way that their healing system works, which is pretty... It's very low heal, so that's, I guess, the other th good thing to balance out the easy bosses. All that would bring it down a little. I would say it's a five-star game with some one-star tendencies or something like that. Uh, like I said, I'm going to have Matt try it out. We'll give you his review, and we'll do some more chats on it. Uh, I'll also be playing the PS5 version of the Demon Souls game soon, which will probably be a better comparison to Mortal Shell than Dark Souls. Uh, for example, Demon Souls doesn't have the bonfire system either, and it's the game that put me off of Dark Souls games back in the day. So I never tried them again until 2, and that's the one that stuck. But yeah, playing Demon Souls, that one didn't stick with me either. It turned me off, and a lot of it, I think, was it didn't have the bonfire system to allow me to hop around. Once you were deep through the dungeon, you were committed. You either had to stick it out or travel all the way back and go somewhere else, try something else, and you'd have to make all those bonfire runs again, as they say. So that's it for my comprehensive review of Mortal Shell. Like I said, we'll get Matt in here and do it, and hopefully Thursday we'll have a podcast for you. Either way, just wanted to give you a little something so you'd know that we're alive and well. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>